All right. Yeah. Are you ready to go? I am ready. Very good. Welcome, everybody. It is Saturday morning, superstars. It is June 20th, 1992 from Lexington, Kentucky and the Rupp Arena. My name is Dan. I'm Dom. And uh, we're here channeling our midlife crisis by uh, watching late early, early 90s professional wrestling. The syndicated shows, the Saturday morning superstars. Uh Aha. Yes. I noticed uh, uh, before we get into our, our week's episode, that they started putting challenge episodes. Did they? Up. Yes. Oh, what are we gonna do? Well, oh it's not God. the same. It's not the same error though. Oh no! It's not. The, so we can't go back and forth. Oh, not as of yet. It is not the same error. It's like earlier. It's like the late '80s uh, challenge. Oh man! And there's only like six episodes as of right now. It's not in full bloom just yet. It's just a. It's just a budding seed of challenge at this point. <laughs> One thing we have to make sure that we check is, um, and I'm sure they'll pr- they might promote it on the superstar shows is like when they do a Saturday night's main event because we're gonna have to hop over there. Oh, I think so, and I think we definitely have to do the the pay per views when they come around as well for sure. Why we didn't do the WBF championship <laughs> is beyond me. That's a bonus episode somewhere <laughs> down the road. That's that when we get definitely- a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay for that. You gotta pay for that shit, man. <laughs> yes, we're not giving you the good stuff unless you pay us. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, check my check out my OnlyFans for the WBF championship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all my all my red tights out there. We'll call them red tights. Yeah. Well, it is 1992, June 20th, and we are looking at National Pest Control Month. Yeah. Did you notice we were not just in time for it this time? We were smack dab in the middle of. <laughs> Well, it being June 20th, he couldn't say just in time. I think yeah, he would have been about three weeks late. He almost missed it. <laughs> Can you imagine him? Oh, God damn it. We almost missed National Pest Control Month. <laughs> I am fully on board with Perfect winning the battle of the puns at this point. I feel like like Vince gets one in, and maybe he's writing these behind the scenes. I'm not sure, but I think Perfect's got this down. He knows, you know, what they're going to do National Pest Control Month, and he just he just goes off on it, you know, um, incorporating all the different words in, infiltrated, uh, you're a fly in my ointment, yeah. black flag that no pest strip and then he just walks off raid 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 yeah and the closed caption couldn't figure that out it uh, it had no idea what he was saying that's awesome i'm watching it now i'm trying to figure out what they thought it was rain 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 rain. they thought it was raining it's not rain it is not not. but this week we got uh papa kama the good godfather in action yes we got the 
Legion of Sissies. The Legion, the LOS. We got uh, a Ric Flair update. I didn't know he needed updating. Well, we gotta, we we have to uh, uh, make sure that he's still around. Yeah, nowadays it's like, have you installed the new Ric Flair update? <laughs> <laughs> it's Ric Flair 5.0. Yeah. Uh, we got The Undertaker and Money Inc. And that's all they're billing, but there will be more. There certainly will be. Yeah. <laughs> Start off segment one with uh, the Legion of Doom. Oh, what a rush. I'm wondering if they do this after the intermissions to try to bring everybody back. Like every time we've seen one of these shows that have been taped, like this, this might, is this week three or four from? Uh, this is, I believe, week three. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I'm starting to see some audience fatigue, but I'm also seeing that they start the show with like a huge baby face pop guy. Someone's got to get everybody up. Yeah, and either they're 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 pumping the crowd here, or they could be uh, taping this out of order. So you know, this match could have been earlier in the night when the crowd was a little bit more hyped. Yeah, when we were at that Penn State show, we saw the uh, Hunter Hearst Hemley Hemsley segments, but they were kind of like every other match or every two matches, and then you'd see mm-hmm. uh, Hunter come out and be like, "What you did to me last week, I'll never forgive," and it happened like <laughs> two matches ago. Yeah. We we were in like Twilight Zone. It was, it was so weird. It's like, <laughs> it's like, going on? Was, I, I started questioning it myself. I was like, wait a minute, was that last week? God, how long have we been here? I can't remember. <laughs> you look you look thinner. <laughs> All I've eaten is this one bucket of popcorn. Yes. And I've been here three weeks. I've been here for three weeks. <laughs> Our rud tights was somebody and Barry Hardy. And eventually we find out their names because there was no lower third. But uh, Vince finally names Tom Bennett yes. as the second red tight. So we had Tom Bennett and Barry Hardy. Barry Hardy, as we learned uh, uh, a couple of episodes, uh, also moonlights as one of the executioners. Yeah. So it's him. It's him and Dwayne Gill. Uh, are the two executioners so, it's so funny yeah which is awesome and uh, uh tom bennett had uh, has 22 matches to his name all under the name of tom bennett uh and every single one losses oh you know one thing about this show we're finally giving these guys some recognition because <laughs> you know this kid is like what one you know he's got probably kids or grandkids at this point and he's like yeah i was a wrestler once like no you weren't yeah really watch this episode where i get my ass kicked he they, <laughs> oh, and they do like the bell just <laughs> rings and they immediately get destroyed both of them oh yeah no offense whatsoever from either of these guys i'm just looking at animal just tearing the crap <laughs> out of tom bennett at this point hawk does a standing drop kick that is so high that he literally kicks him in the nose yes he does yeah right next to him too like that is some height yeah i don't think i could jump horizontally six feet in the air i know and you know to get your feet up that high he was not that far from him either so he, he got a good knock on him we get a picture in picture of the beverly's uh, it's the father's day promo hey father Day promo. It was June 20th, so uh, good timing there. <laughs> and uh, they went into the Legion of Sissies. I, you know, I was so hoping they would get rid of that. They had a cool twist on it, though. Like, you're it's Father's Day, but you're more like Mama's Boys because you wear your mom's makeup. Yes. They pulled from their gimmick. I do agree with that. That was good. And I'm glad that they did not let Mr. Poffo say any words about Paul Ellering. I think that would have ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) And that goes for you, too. (laughs) It goes for you, too, Ellering. That's it. That's that's all you got. Sure. 
Let's get you guys. Here's the deal. They're calling them the Legion of Sissies. These are guys who look like apocalyptic little rolled warriors, right? Yes. You got a dude who looks like an evil mastermind, like Ming the Merciless as their manager. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, the guys who are calling them sissies <laughs> in like pink chiffon robes <laughs> with stars on their tights and they hang out with a dude in a gown. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I uh, I, I see the irony there. There's <laughs> a pot kettle problem is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely see it. I definitely see it. Oh, my God. Animal just takes this guy's head off. Oh, it was awesome. That looked like it really hurt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hardy takes a flip for the finisher. One, two, three. And the match is over fairly quickly. Uh, I noticed a Beverly Sisters sign in the front row mm. as hawk grabs little john cena from the crowd i was saying yeah, when, when did they start stealing children <laughs> like, this is new yes. they like grab the kid i wonder if this is like from you know the beverly's picked the kid out of the uh stands who was wearing the yellow d stuff and is picking on him and did like a little bit with them a couple weeks ago yeah i wonder if they're like um why don't you grab some kids yeah yeah, if you look like this kid, he's got his jorts on. He's got uh, his jorts. Yeah, yes. he does. <laughs> With his, his red shirt, you just put a baseball cap on him, and he is tiny John Cena. Yeah, he just needs like a kazoo. <laughs> yeah uh he's loving it he is it's update time it is update time from the pages of wwf magazine wwf magazine i'm just noticing some of the wrestlers that are featured on the front of the magazine we of course have the ultimate work because his picture there um then you've got the undertaker uh, the British Bulldog, and the Legion of Doom. And it dawned on me as I'm watching this episode that certain wrestlers have, you know, once again faded away. And we wonder, like, you know, if they're going to come back or not. What happened to the Bushwhackers? Right. We've seen them maybe twice in nine episodes. Yeah. And it was a while ago. Yeah. And they've got you know, pretty much nothing going on. Yeah, I don't know when the Royal Rumble was when Luke, like, got the dubious merit of being, like, eliminated the fastest. Like, he comes in, does his, like, his arm pumps Mm -hmm. and gets flown out the other side. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, a record for years. But uh, I noticed that we are uh, update from the pages of WWF Magazine brought to you not by the WBF anymore. No, 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 no. But by ice cream bars. Yay. So much for fitness. (laughs) We're going ice cream bars. (laughs) Yes. Enjoy your ice cream bars now that we, the WBF is on its way out. Yep. They were also offering collector's cards within the ice cream bars. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't notice that. In the bottom left-hand corner there. Ooh, you're like Eagle Eye. Yeah. Do you have any uh, 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 collector's wrestling cards i do not i do remember buying the ice cream bars once or twice they were chip witch on a stick without the chocolate chip yes they were good yeah they were good but no i don't remember getting cards with them yeah. uh, mean gene is wearing uh the golden girl nightgown as a tie <laughs> pulled that out of the closet yes i think blanche is missing her, <laughs> yeah her nightgown there her lingerie oh yeah oh yeah it's got some kind of medallion on it like the staff of raw <laughs> Yeah, it does. It's gleaming. It is. It is gleaming. It's bigger than the winged eagle. It's like, God, yes. What is that? It looks like a birdhouse of some type with like a feather or something behind it. I'm not sure. It's got the big gold belt as a tie clip. (laughs) 
I'm the champ, and you're not. <laughs> and you're not. Macho. Speaking of which, we had we get almost the entire interview from last week, which I guess is okay. I mean, I'm, I've been the one complaining we don't see the champion, but they gave him a they gave him uh, uh, the whole interview again, and I notice, um, you know, this is one of my absolute favorite things about the Macho Man. Uh, and I think we should turn this into a little bit of a game here. He tends to talk a lot with his pinky. Yeah, pinky out. He's got pinky out. But not only does he talk with it, I think he's drawing little pictures. <laughs> so let's try and figure out what those little pictures are. That he's drawing. It's like, it's a house. <laughs> so what's he tracing? Yes. He's got the he's got the forefinger and then he goes to the pinky and you know he's he's drawing little pictures. He's he's an artist. He is. Oh yeah, you gotta get the happy little tree. <laughs> My pinky. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be something there. He's, he's the Bob Ross of, of Pinky. He is the Bob Ross of, of Pinky speaking. Yeah, he he flips back and forth. He always had the coolest one, two, three. Yes, because he did one with his his pointer his pointer finger, two with his middle finger, mm -hmm. and then he switch over to three where he drop his index finger and then go with the the pinky. I do that as well. I do that because simply because I have problems with my pinky, like it doesn't want to bend down that way. So I've always found it easier to do the three with the the middle, the ring, and the and the pinky. You're like a world class piano player. Yeah, I know. Well, I have I, I have. I have problems with my pinky. <laughs> but anyway, Macho Man. Macho Man, three fingers, one, two, three. He's the champ, you're not. One, two, three. Yes, I will cheat if I have to. I will be a technical wrestler when I have to. But anyway, I'm going to hold on to my title. I'm the champ, and you're not. Flair's promo is kind of like, I'll be champ again, and he will. But Flair's, he's still in the era of the bad guy is the transitional champion. Like, he only lasts long enough to kick at the bread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be champ again, but not for long. Not for long. Uh, we move into segment three. We went to Papa Shango. Papa Shango. Kids are legit freaking out. Like, they're scared of this guy. Like, they're yeah. cudd cuddling to their moms because they're scared of him. And, you know, as a father, you remember going to, like, you know, something that you all of a sudden the kids are scared of. And you're like, oh, it's just a show. And this is really actually terrifying my child. Yeah. Like <laughs> all of Disney World. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> this is the happiest place on earth. Like, well, it's not. No, no it's I not. don't like it. Everything's scary. I mean, there's scary people. There's witches. <laughs> yeah, everything was scared of the Yeah, the kids were kind of scared of Papa Shango. He looked terrifying to them. He was he was scary. He had scary music. He smoke and skulls and there's a there's a little fake red and black snake on his one shoulder. I know. Uh, this this is <laughs> this is actually pretty cool. I wasn't expecting this cuz he's in the ring first. There's no red tight. No. Nah. Red tight Chris Han comes out but he doesn't want to he's like i don't want to go yeah. <laughs> like he's coming slowly and cowardly down the aisle <laughs> very trepidatious of him. And, <laughs> yes. and when i when i first see him when i first see chris khan come out i'm just like okay first of all i'm like all right this guy isn't a real wrestler i'm like this guy is some kind of uh stunt artist uh, that is going to do something but it turns out that he is a real wrestler and also went under the name uh, very apropos for the early 90s, Johnny Paradise. Johnny Paradise, <laughs> that's awesome. His name was Johnny. That is the best name ever. Yes. So he went uh, by Johnny Paradise. I'm thinking, you know, he's some kind of, of stuntman that's going to do something. It's great because um, 
He comes down, he's crapping his pants. Meanwhile, <laughs> WWF has to sell stuff. So they go to a picture and picture of WWF magazine talking about the warrior. That way they can kind of plug the feud because this whole match isn't going to go well because no. Chris unfortunately spontaneously combusts <laughs> his little blaze. Yes, his tiny blaze of a hand. His hand catches fire. Yes. Which, uh, you know, you really shouldn't be doing that before a match, is what no. I'm saying. That's just no. too- <laughs> he was so scared that he just started to spontaneously combust on stage and, and his hand catches on fire. If you notice, uh, after watching this a couple of times, if you look at his hand before it goes up in flames, you can see like the flame retardant goo all over his one hand. I think that's why he had the towel. So he had like something to like, like you know, kind of grab onto or hide with, or I thought the 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 paper was in the hat. Now it could be it could be edited because he takes the hat off, mm-hmm. and then his but his other hand's on fire. So I thought whatever that's why he had the hat was to hide the the, the flame thing, but yeah. it's not. I don't know what the hat was about. Yeah, but yeah, he uh, yeah. he gets set on fire. Yeah, he just did not look like he wanted to be there at all <laughs> he, was very, he was very good at his role very convincing they, they got the the towel wraps it up yeah he grabs the towel and it wraps it up but he had already put it out he puts it out while he's on the, in the mat yeah and then he runs with the towel but that, that was a great great non-match match yes that would be great like how do you win your matches i mentally light everybody on fire <laughs> that's what he's done the two times that we have seen him in a match, he's literally lit his opponent on fire. That's great. Has he had a real match yet? He had a real match. Uh, and the only way I know that is because they used some of the footage in the opening crawl. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that was like the, the only real match he's had. They've been gimmicking him up since. Like, he's going to just light you ablaze. Yeah. He doesn't have to wrestle right now. You know, I could do this. <laughs> What's your submission? I light people on fire. I burn people. <laughs> <laughs> I burn people with my mind. <laughs> that's my submission move you win <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was it there was nothing else to see there just sets the guy on fire yeah that was it i like how they go right to sean mooney like a guy didn't just light his hand on fire <laughs> Don't move on this is usual yeah <laughs> brought to you by Icapo. uh you gotta want it yeah, okay yeah you gotta want it i don't you gotta but i don't <laughs> but i don't. still don't <laughs> In a tremendous waste of time, because we're going to see him later, we have a crush promo. Yeah, which was the most generic of all. It's the generic WWF promo. Thanks to fans. Thanks to fans. Talks about the biggest and toughest competition. By the way, uh, his name is Crush. I am Crush. If, If you didn't know, my name is Crush. You couldn't tell by the fact that it says it across my the front of me. Um, yeah, he's pretty much... Uh, just giving us the general promo there. I love it. He's like, I, I really appreciate how much the fans have liked me since I've gotten here. You yes. were in demolition. <laughs> you were a tag team champion. Yes, at one point. You didn't just get here. Yeah. You're not even, you haven't even changed gimmick. You're still crushed. You're in a stupid <laughs> outfit, but you're still crushed. At least Smash is a whole new dude. <laughs> we don't even know yet. You're still crushed. Yes, it's it's it's, it's Clark Kent, man. He, he took the face paint off. We don't know who he is. <laughs> He's crushed. You put the face paint back on. Whoa, it's crushed. But Superman did not put on a reporter's outfit and say, "Hi, I'm Superman." 
he even cha- he changed his name. Look, I'm going to dress a little different. I'm not going to put the cape in the closet. I'm going to get out this suit and this stupid hat, and I'm going to put some glasses on, and I'm going to call myself something else. <laughs> No, you still can't tell. I still don't know. It's crush. It's 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 two different crushes. Obviously, this one has face paint. This one does not. (laughs) Two different people. Two different people completely. Such horseshit. Something incredibly loud is going on in the background during his promo. Did you hear all the studio noise? Like, there's another dude cutting his promo, and he's yelling like crazy, and you can hear it in in the crates. Oh, see, I'm going to have to listen to it with some headphones in. I did not catch that. So here's a great contrast, right? Because he's followed right by the Nasty Boys. Of course. And his promo is awful. And the Nasties are awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, they have their gimmick down. They got their spiel down every single time. It's different. Yeah. And even Jimmy Hart can't ruin it. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Jimmy Hart does his little shtick and then he throws it uh, to Sags there. Uh, and they all just, they, they've got their timing down. Yeah. Which is awesome. They have an act. They don't have a um, a feud right now. So they're just calling out everybody uh, except for Money Inc. Yeah. Because, you know, they can, even though they're the, the most winningest uh, 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 team uh, longest tag team champs, whatever they have. Um, but they're calling out LOD. They're calling out natural disasters. They're calling out high energy. Yes. But there, there's something new, something on the block, but uh, it wasn't new kids, <laughs> <laughs> new geeks, new geeks, new on geeks the block, on the block. Yes. The new geeks on the block, high energy. Uh, so a general promo, just like crushes was, but it had so much meat, so much more meat to it. And I feel like it was shorter. Yeah, it was just well done. I mean, I'm doing I'm looking at it right now, with just closed captioning and just mm-hmm. watching them. Yeah. And they're selling everything with just their body language. Crush just looks like a mannequin. Yeah. And I could tell like they're like coming at you and there's like they got their hands coming like yeah. come and get me. I mean, they just look tough and crush looks like he's he's hypnotized. Yeah, Nobs takes off his sunglasses at the one point and like totally in, into the i me business aspect of that yeah i i never was crazy about the nasty boys until i've i'm watching them now like this this team was actually pretty good for mm-hmm. a team with they didn't have any moves they yeah. just clothesline punch but yeah. they had an act and it was awesome you know that was that was a perfect gimmick for the early 90s speaking of gimmicks here comes sergeant slaughter oh yeah a year removed from being an Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, now he's now they're saluting him. Yeah, apparently, you know, we forgive and forget. Imagine today, like uh, slaughter. We've dug up your old tweets. Yeah, <laughs> and what's this picture of you with Saddam Hussein? <laughs> Hashtag cancel Sarge would be yeah. trending every day. <laughs> you would never be. You, you know, we found something you said ten years ago, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. So uh, we're canceling your ass. Yeah, you'd be done. You he would be completely done at that point. But you know, we we all live in a fishbowl, and uh, we forget that <laughs> stuff. 
at this point. That's right. Well, we got the Undertaker's Afterbirth, Red Tight, Red Tyler in the ring. <laughs> oh, God. Red Tight, Red Tyler. And there's a conflict of interest here because Red Tyler's got uh, USA tights on. Yeah. Now, I remember Red Tight, Red Tyler wearing like green tights one day. And then yes. the next time we saw him, he was in the American garb and he still is. Still doing the American garb, probably not washed from the second time. So, ew. But uh, yeah, I, 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 it's kind of interesting because Sergeant Slaughter, who's all about USA, USA, and just goes after this guy and starts kicking the shit out of him pretty quickly. <laughs> like, doesn't doesn't even like, hey, you, you've got USA tights on. Let's do a handshake. Let's, you know, be nice. Well, I mean, he could be French. We got the same colors in the French flag. So he's got stars. He could be Puerto Rican. He's got the stars in the front and he's got the stripes, you know, on the back. So, I mean, it, he's got mm. he's got old glory on his junk right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not desecrating the flag. I don't know what it is. But anyway, is Red Tyler like a de- like what's his win loss on this this dude? Because he looks like someone oh, who could yes. go. You know, he. I, I think I had it on some old notes. I did not look him up because I know he was in a previous episode. Yeah, the reason I'm asking is because one, he's one of the few red tights who are you know in shape and looks like an actual wrestler. Yeah. So he actually looks like he could go, and I don't know if he ever had a career because he does look a lot like the Undertaker as far as like his face and his hair and stuff and he's got his gimmick tights so he looks like somebody who could have been or was something so he's got 50 matches and eh, not too much huh well, i was wondering because he gets zero offense and usually the guys who could possibly be guys or were guys at one point mm-hmm. really get a couple shots and he does not uh, we just immediately go to the picture and picture of uh, the Mountie and for some reason, Jimmy Hart Jimmy Hart just because and the Mountie who does another Father's Day promo yes they they I guess they were ready for it. All right, guys, these are going to be uh, aired around Father's Day, so, so throw something in there. Uh, and he goes for the the mother of all battles line. Yes, which, which I thought was was interesting. Yeah, because he uses an Iraqi quote, which is the last thing you probably want to bring up to kind of remind everybody that Sergeant Slaughter used to be yes <laughs> an Iraqi sympathizer. Uh, but we forget all that. Just hose it down. Hose it down. It's, it's gone. It's <laughs> we, we never did that. Sarge that goes for the pin, but then pulls him up after the two count. Does the heel move thing. Yeah. And applies uh, his version of the million dollar dream. Yes. The million dollar Cobra. The GI Bill. The GI Bill. <laughs> Keep it money related. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I like that. And then something really surprising happens after the match. We get an ad for the WBF magazine. Like it won't die. No. It, it failed this pay-per-view. We should be beyond this. No, this is, this is. This is Vince hanging on to every last breath of this. If I can't get my TV show off the ground, we are going to make you guys look at my magazine. He deliberately goes over the uh, Life After Steroid article. Yeah. I think he knew he was in trouble. Yeah, I think at this point he's, you know, he he hinted at it in, in earlier promos for the WBF, but now he's really pushing it in the magazine too, so. Hey, I bet we got red type Brian Costello. <laughs> <laughs> versus the freaking repo man oh uh, yeah god oh yeah i hate the repo man repo man as he sneaks to the ring let me ask you a question he's a repo guy right right he should like as a repo man you really don't have to sneak you're just like you forgot to pay i take this from you i'm not sneaking around you, you, you know 
Why does he have to be so sneaky? Here's another reason why he shouldn't have to be so sneaky. Mm-hmm. He's announced coming down the aisle from <laughs> the city, weighing almost 300 pounds, Repo Man. <laughs> you can't sneak by that. You've just been announced. No. You got a spotlight following you from the back to the ring. Yes. This is the worst ninja move ever. Yeah, you, you're definitely seen, dude. You can't sneak to the ring when you have a ring announcer announcing your presence. No. He is facing Brian Costello, who is completely bleached. Oh, my God. Because there are so many pictures that I saw of this guy, and every single one, he has uh, brunette hair. He has brown hair. Oh, really? So at some point, uh, he decided to go with the bleach blonde look, thinking that might up his career as a wrestler, I'm guessing. Uh, didn't work. Uh, he's got the leprechaun tights. He's wearing the the four leaf clover green. Nah, he has he has brown hair. As much as I hate the Repo Man, he was committed to his act. Yeah, every single move is illegal for the first like six or seven moves. Yeah, and everything else is done sneaky, like from behind. He's always trying to get behind the guy. Yeah, he never like challenges him up front. So that's kind of brilliant. They gave me the stupid gimmick. What am I gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. And he found a way to do things with it as much as i hate his character and thought it was stupid you know that 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 speaks to good wrestlers right there when you can take a crappy gimmick and making make something out of it i mean you know look at uh, rick martell with the model yeah character you you know versus tito santana we've gone through that before right you know if if they if they don't have the speaking still skills to really get these guys across get these gimmicks across they're not going anywhere and you know these guys have something going for what are pretty crappy gimmicks yeah i mean he's like i'm gonna make my half boston crab look like i'm toe hitching him Mm -hmm. he looks like he's being towed yeah and then i'm literally gonna tow him yeah (laughs) grab a rope yeah i'm gonna grab a rope and tow him around and bring him around yeah we got uh the picture in picture bulldog Mm -hmm. reminding us uh that repo hung him and that's why they're feuding across the country Yes, he tried to take him out, but he is back. That's a very general feud-like promo, too. Yeah, you've done me wrong, and now now you'll pay. But now I'm back because you didn't finish me off. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so you didn't kill me, so... Yeah, well, it's the Bond villain problem. Like, we could shoot him at any time. <laughs> you, you had him hung up. You could have just been done with it. And apparently, you can electrocute people you can stab them with knives you can beat them with their own nightstick even though you're on parole so why not kill a guy yeah 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 let's 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 go for broke i'm all for it for like the 20th time tonight we're in the event center yeah sean mooney's working overtime he should be getting overtime pay for this we get uh brett hart I, I was going to do an excellent of execution count, but he only did it once. He only did it once in this. Yes. It, I, I feel like he forgot to say it. And then he had to say it towards the end of his, his promo, but he he's on this, um, this kick of how he's under a lot of pressure. Well, yeah, dude, you're the intercontinental champ. People are coming for you. That's kind of what happens when there's, when you have a belt, you have challengers. Yes. So I can, but he can feel the pressure and the heat. And stress and i was just i just wrote down stop complaining <laughs> <laughs> stop complaining yes yeah really. you wanted this match you wanted yeah. this thing back you've had it twice you knew what happened the first time like yeah. after you lost to the mouth you'd be like thank god 
Woo! That's a load off. Yes. But no, you went and got the belt back. Now I could just wrestle for the fun of it, but no. The funny thing is he ends the uh, promo with, I'm not looking through rose-colored glasses, but he literally is. <laughs> yes. He's got them on his face right now. Yes, they are kind of pink. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're rose colored glasses You're... they are rose colored glasses that he's looking through that's interesting i never yeah i didn't notice that models up and i think this is the is this the exact same promo he did before he's just going with his gimmick take a good look check out his style he's in demand he's a trendsetter he's got the you know buffalo breath to tonka's feathers <laughs> Okay, we got it. <laughs> but uh, don't mess with the model because more might be missing. He's going to take Tatanka's pride, I guess. He's going to take his land. He's going to take his casino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a real nightmare <laughs> oh wait we already did that i give him some blankets he rolled in that he has immunity over but uh tatanka does not you can teach me how to make corn you're gonna help me survive the winter and then i'm gonna like take new york from you for a couple of beads <laughs> it's really like dives headfirst into colonialism that would be the ultimate. oh man if this was had only been around thanksgiving we could have yeah. taken it all the way back break the pilgrim martel yes i was gonna say you can wear the hat the whole bit is this is the new style that's right. <laughs> it's, pil- it's retro pilgrim. Retro pilgrim sheep. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Segment eight, we got Crush. Uh, and instead of these two shitty matches, we could have had one match with Demolition. Do you realize that? We had Smash yeah. and we had Crush back to back. Yeah. But no, we get Repo Man and this neon thing. Yeah. So we got Crush versus uh, um, Barry Horowitz is henchman the brooklyn brawler (laughs) also known as as kimchi he's a he's a red tight boss but he's not quite up there with the horowitz he's he's red tight royalty he's he's like a jack yeah yeah definitely yeah he's 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 yeah he's definitely a jack He's under the king, but he's a jack. Crush was on Body Stars. Well, was he? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And oh, yeah, I I noticed that uh, Cameo was hitting on Crush, apparently, at the WBF. Yeah. Um, yeah, Okay. Sure. (laughs) They're trying to bring that up like it was a a hit. (laughs) It was not. I got to see how many episodes that thing has. It's got to be on IMDb. Oh, my goodness. Look that up. Certainly later. Uh, the hard camera mm-hmm. uh, during this match, just the uh, this had to be later in the night because the crowd looks dead, dead bored. Yeah, during this entire match, like there's no movement in the background. We should check the lights uh, of the uh, upper deck whenever they first do a taping, mm-hmm. like the first week. And then check out the arena's lights towards like week three or four mm-hmm. and see if they're dimming them to be and if the crowd's leaving. Because yeah, I know it was, a, it was a rough night when we did that four hour. Oh, yeah. Penn State show. And there was people who just yeah. went home. It got it got way too long. But yeah, just, you know, and they're saying, you know, uh, what an ovation for Crush, you know, coming in. You, you got to see, you got to think like some of this is maybe pre-taped ovation but just just look at the crowd behind them like there's nothing going on out there like they're barely paying attention people got their arms folded they're like all right how much more of this do we have going on he's trying to pump up the crowd and they're not doing anything yeah there's nothing a lot of crushy moves a lot of drops a lot of squeezes a lot of he's trying he's not as good as repo 
No. With uh, trying to work his crappy gimmick. I like how he does the um, the skull, the the head crushing skull thing. Yeah. You know. The vice. The vice. Yes. For his his. I don't know if that's necessarily is that his finishing move. That's not his finishing. It, it, it is. He lifts him up by his head and drops him down and keeps on squeezing until uh, the the ref says he has enough. Okay. What he didn't do this time is he's not as friendly. He doesn't bring the brawler up and congratulate him and hold his hand up and then drop him. No. He's uh, he's getting into a, a meaner version of his good guy. Like he's got a little bit of an edge. He even mentioned that in his promo. Like I'm not the nicest guy. Yeah. Even though he is really a nice. Yeah. Crushy guy in all the other <laughs> matches we saw like he'd pat the dude on the back thank you for a good match hold him up and then let go of his arm and the guy would drop to the ground as kind of a, yeah. a gag but now he's not doing that anymore yeah they, i guess they said he needed a little bit more of an edge because he's uh the 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 overly nice guy wasn't wasn't doing it see he's even giving like a mean face like he's gonna kill this guy yeah moving on yeah <laughs> yeah i'm ready to <laughs> there's only so much we could say about crush yeah it's uh, crush he sucks moving on yes he's moving on segment nine mean gene interview of sean michaels yes they come out sean michaels with the uh sherry music and sherry's carrying the mirror perpetuating the whole narcissistic angle and also kind of i said this before but he's he's biting off a little bit of uh rick martell yeah he is because this is rick martell's thing like rick martell is the hottest thing he's the model so you know and it's going to be luger's thing yeah so there's a lot of that going on a lot of the narcissistic just uh you know i'm the greatest i look the best you know and and they even um you know allude to uh arrogance at one point but then i think the last time that he was on they were they were saying arrogant but then they were trying to quickly change over to vain right uh yeah he's going on about he's the sexiest and hottest man yeah um what i see is in his mirror what he sees is the next ic champion uh they didn't beef up the security for Shawn michaels because he's still in the building yeah he's got to leave because he's too afraid that uh he's gonna get teen idled to death oh oh no yes the early 90s were definitely a time that you could get maimed by a screaming horde of teenage girls. That's right. Yeah. You get the he gets tiger beat. Literally yes. beat. Tiger beaten. Tiger beaten. <laughs> beaten. <Yes. laughs> well, we go right to another member of the clique. We get uh, uh Razor promo number two. Say hello to Razor Ramon. I feel like he he upped his accent. Oh, I have that written down very deep in the scarface. Yes, he was he was going met a lot of met. Meh. A lot of met over over overdoing the accent more than last week. Met, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I coming to the WWF. Yeah, he's he's gone full Al Pacino. Yes, nobody going to top me, El Jefe. Yeah, he starts with say hello to Razor Ramon. Say hello to Razor Ramon. Okay, now nah, I like Razor. I like Razor. That was that was definitely a good gimmick. Yeah, he's in his full chooch outfit. It's great. Oh, uh, it's awesome. You know how many relatives I have that had this exact outfit? <laughs> and the, yeah, he, they don't have to be Cuban, just Italian, and you can wear most of this gear. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he, he will be here someday. And uh, eventually, there you go. Hopefully, we see him soon because I want to see him in, a, in the ring for the first time. Yeah, because I don't know if he came out with what he's wearing now and then eventually switched over to the vest 
and uh, shorts or if he debuted in the vest and shorts. I forget. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool to see what they come up with for his first match. <laughs> he's got a Superman curl. He's already got the toothpicks. I like it. he's got the he's got the leather seats, but then he's got like the 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 zebra skin blanket. Blanky. <laughs> it's not even like the, the chair covers. It's just like No, it's just, it's just a blanket. It's like we couldn't get you we couldn't get you zebra skin chair covers. So just throw this blanket over it. Put the snuggie. Yes. <laughs> down. <laughs> but uh speaking of red tight royalty, we got Dwayne Gill. Yay, Dwayne Gill back in it. Uh, going against The Undertaker, so you know this one won't last too long. Uh, in the gray, the very basic... Uh, um, uh, I saw the very basic rest in peace sign uh, in the crowd, but it was the beginning of the sign era, so nobody was really thinking, you know, hey, I'm going to try and get my sign on TV. Right, but um, they kind of are... I noticed, I didn't notice before, but they probably did the same thing. They set up the entrance so this is like proto entrance because Mm -hmm. they don't have him in the ring first they have Dwayne gill in the ring Mm -hmm. they have the gong they have the big entrance with him coming in there they clear everything out so they can have this entrance happen so i think they're already seeing like this entrance is something special and eventually it becomes like the majority of his matches towards the very very end like Mm -hmm. it's all him coming down to the ring him leaving the ring and and very little in between he gets a huge pop of course when he comes out oh god yeah so, i mean he's he's already like way over at this point it's just amazing like to me the longevity of this character and how like you know to this day he still gets that pop like it's it's the, those wrestlers are few and far between to get that. He was a wrestler in Rondo form, my friend. He would Ooh. come out in uh, like the <laughs> dead man. Then he would go to something different, mm-hmm. come back as the dead man, then uh. go to something different. He was uh, he was a seven-part Rondo, this man. Yes, he was an A-B-A-C-A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He kept going back to A, though. Kept on a- going back to A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfect as like my... Uh, Perfect and Vince did a great job going in between the two segments because um, mm-hmm. Perfect, who teamed with Scott Hall before uh, he was Razor, uh, said, hey, that guy looks like he's a cool dude. And then Vince goes, speaking of cool dudes, when The Undertaker <laughs> comes out, because he's dead. Uh, <laughs> speaking of cool, cool dudes. Cool dudes. Oh, Steve, I didn't even catch that. That's a good one. We got some merch in the audience. We got the foam tombstone. Uh, mm-hmm. I never bought a foam tombstone, but he's got some, some. stuff. Yeah, some of that's it's vintage, you know. Yeah, I saw I saw a, a Sergeant Slaughter helmet, which I've never seen before. Like even yeah. Sarge had had merch. Oh yeah, I like how uh, uh, Paul Paul Bearer before he gets out of the ring, he takes the urn and he just kind of he he uh, um, gestures towards Dwayne Gill like. <laughs> Have Adam. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Kill that man. <laughs> Dwayne, you're going in here. <laughs> you brought this, this this empty now. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, this is more for my theory about why you should team with Papa Shango. <laughs> Shango burns him. Yeah. You throw him in the urn. Oh. You're good. Good. It's got it's got it all. <laughs> I still think this, this is my favorite, and I think it's the best version of the Undertaker. Great, great zombie Undertaker. It was yeah always been my favorite and i really think if mark calloway wanted to 
go another 10 years, he can simply do this act because there was oh, yeah. almost no physicality to it. But he could have pulled, I mean, if he wanted to do it forever, oh, yeah. he, he could do oh, yeah. this, this act. Well, especially if they if they still had the, the era of fighting red tights every single week. Yeah, if he didn't have to fight anybody real. Yeah, I kind of wish they would go back to that because it you know, builds suspense for when they actually do fight somebody real instead of seeing them week after week can you imagine them switching over to that like they sell the rights to fox for like for how many years for a billion dollars <laughs> and the show they put on is Dwayne gill versus <laughs> like finn balor yeah like what is this they're like yes. no no we don't give them the real stuff on television and fox is like we we gave you a billion dollars <laughs> and the match that's on the air is Shawn michaels versus red tight brian costello <laughs> I I would totally watch that as a as nostalgic uh, as nostalgia. I think I would totally watch that. You know, do the little pro, do the little picture in pictures during the matches. Oh yeah, well that's how you get the other. I was I was gonna say then you'd have like half the roster just sitting there. Like why am why is Dwayne Gill getting all this airtime <laughs> when I I could actually wrestle and I I can't get on television. Yeah. All these guys sitting back and catering that are you know with names not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, as much as we're making fun of these red tights, kind of ironically, Gilberg has gotten way more TV time <laughs> than the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, <laughs> like that's true. I love if, it. You, if you want national exposure, the world champion's nowhere to be seen. He's practically on a milk carton. He's in witness protection. Yeah, <laughs> Dwayne Gill's on there like three times a night. Yeah. All the time. They bury him again. They put him in the in the bag. They haven't been doing the bag in forever. I love the bag. I love the bag. They should continue doing the bag. Yeah, it's great. I, I thought they dumped it when he became a good guy, but there he was. They uh, rolled him up. John Michaels has left the building, ladies and gentlemen. There's no way they didn't plant these audience guys going, who cares? Who cares? There's such horrible actors. <laughs> yes. And there's dead shots on them, like, right? Like, they're, they're framed up. Yep. And they're just like, boom. No way that wasn't plants. Yeah. The Rock is here. Oh, The Rock is in. Yes. Red tight. The Rock. These stereotypical red tights of the early 90s, both of them with their just mullets aplenty. (laughs) You know, all I can think of after you said that is, you know, they were saying, hey, you know, Daniel Craig's done his James Bond. Why can't there be a woman Bond? Mm hmm. I am now for it because I think that the woman bond should be seduced by mullet aplenty instead of pussy galore. (laughs) Mullet aplenty. Mullet aplenty. Should should be the next bond guy. I like it. I like it. Mullet aplenty. He's Irish if he's mullet aplenty. Mullet (laughs) aplenty. Yes. Excellent. I'm all for it. Oh my God. Butler Stevens with his porn stash. And and uh, rock with his uh, with his singlet on. I think that's the right. I don't know which one's which. I'm I'm just you know taking a a guess. Butler Stevens has twelve matches to his name. Uh, rock has eighteen. Uh, you can just kind of tell like these guys just they they had nothing going for him right there. So, but I give him props. 
because they're going up against Money Inc. They go up against Money Inc. Money, 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 money. And for some reason, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, of course. God, Money Inc. actually looks great in this match. Yeah, they do. They come out looking like super tough. They almost look like LOD. Yeah. IRS tells everybody to pay up so we can get out of the re- recession. And then we got the frats, man. They got frats in the audience. Oh, yes. We have uh, basically us <laughs> <laughs> chant- getting people to chant Irwin. Yes, Irwin. <laughs> yep, they went for the Irwin chant. They got great double teams throughout the whole match. Uh, the picture and pictures of them. Yeah, they 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 had, they had their own uh, little pi- picture and picture, which um, uh, didn't do too much. You know, no, they just were uh, making fun of small bills. They're like, "Hey, we love presidents because yes. it's almost President's Day." Yes, but uh, not too crazy about like all the small bill presidents. It wasn't until they got to Grant and had to actually think, "Oh yeah, there's a fifty dollar bill." Yeah, I just watched uh, um, uh, Butler Stevens get his head knocked off by Irwin's oh. foot in the corner. DiBiase chops a guy in half. Yeah. Oh, they they literally are killing these guys i don't know if like irs is like really pissed at him or not but they i mean they're either they're really good at what they do or they just didn't like these guys and want to beat the crap out of them no matter what uh so it's president's day and they're saying they like uh ben franklin oh well that's uh there's a problem there (laughs) (laughs) once again the irony this is the irony show there's there's Uh, so much irony in this show Benjamin Franklin, never not a president, not a president, <laughs> not a not president. president at all. No, uh, did everything else, yeah, but not a president. Never a president. We are back in the event center for the fiftieth time <laughs> tonight. Sean Mooney pulling uh, uh, quadruple duty Ugh. at this point. We go into a high energy promo. They got graphics. They do. They got new graphics. They got they got the green screen. Yes. They, they're, they're, uh, um, I have written down fat boys. I don't know. Yeah. They were calling the nasty boys fat boys. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. I was, I was trying to remember what that was. A promo against the nasty boys. Yes. They, they, they really hate mid eighties rappers. <laughs> that's what we we hate the fat boys. Yes. Yes. The beastie boys, the fat boys, all those boys, boys. out there. We don't like them. Coco had way too much cocaine before this. Program. <laughs> the bird is nowhere to be found. I don't think the bird's in it. Frankie's no. like not there he, because he tried to eat Owen last last promo. I think he. Uh, I think Coco hallucinated and <laughs> ate ate the bird at hey, one. Frankie, point. oh hey, no! Frankie. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just he's so high during this whole thing. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's like, it's, it's high energy. It's a part of his gimmick. Yeah. That, that Owen's <laughs> trying to keep him on track. <laughs> Owen's just like, if you watch it without sound, he's just constantly just shaking his head. No, he looks like Do- Dr. Fauci during a, a <laughs> just shaking his head. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm just waiting for like, you know, mm-hmm. Owen to like grab him and say, calm down, calm down, Coco, calm down. You know, I get like, that's too much energy. Too much energy. It's too high. Yes, we are high energy. We're not that much energy. We're not. We're not. We're not cocaine energy. Well, you remember the last promo? He's like, we love getting high. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, natural <laughs> high. <a> natural high. <laughs> high energy. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think taking should... hits out of poor Frankie's skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awful. Okay, then we hit um, 
and this I just don't understand because they once again they end with promos and they end with possibly the uh, second to worst promo of the night with Tatanka. Yeah, it's not great. Yes, I I let my because I I was sick of dictating these things, so I literally put my phone up to my iPad and let my phone dictate it for me. <laughs> like you listen to this, you listen to this because I can't take this. So uh, we've got the we've got the Tatanka promo. To, He's gonna seek revenge. Yes, well, there is revenge happening, and it's on my ears. Uh, <laughs> so it's my ancestors lived in peace and harmony among themselves and with nature. Be the first Americans. We are very proud of our great Native American heritage. But there were those in the past that did not agree with our ways. Yes, and they killed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or respect our heritage. And not. And now I'm the present. I have crossed paths with the same type. Rick the model Martel. Each day you walk the path of life with the feathers that you took from me. All I can hear is the great chiefs of past and present talking to me and saying, seek revenge and make your people proud. So he's in the past. He's in the future. He's all over the place. He's got like, he's got like, you know, uh, um, sacred eagles and things flying above him that nobody else can see. Yeah. All right. The next bit we're going to do is we're going to like take that cut and paste it, throw it in the Grammarly and see what it can do to try to fix it. We'll do the We'll do the bit that Fallon does where we put it in like six different languages and then bring it back to English and see what it actually see says. what it turns into. Yes, exactly. Watch it be coherent. Yes, it probably would at that point. It'd be like speaking on the floor of Congress by that point. Yeah. We, we shoved it through six versions of AI to try to make this work. And finally, we're there. Our yes. greatest minds have been able to finally process a Tatanka promo. <laughs> something that's worthwhile. Yes. Oh. Well, did you like the episode, Than? Uh, I did not like this episode. This was a, a fairly boring episode. Like, we're getting the promos, but we're not getting the the interaction. Yes. For the, the feuds as much as, uh, and, and I understand there, there's the, the, the builds at this point were much longer uh, um, to get going. You know, it made sense, I guess, for the time, but it's just like you would get a little bit, you know, like the, the, the feud, for instance, with the, the, the Mountie and Sergeant Slaughter, like that bit where he tased him, with the 80,000 votes what did that happen like four weeks ago at this point yeah a long time ago and then and then now now it's just been you know uh mounty wrestles we get a picture in picture slaughter wrestles we get a picture in picture and that's that's the feud like there's no more interaction between them there's no uh run-ins yeah there's no there's no escalation because there at the time there's no reason to mm-hmm you got to like start these things in the first couple of weeks and then have this show travel around the country. Yeah. Like Disney on ice, the people who saw the first show have to know why they're fighting. And then the people who saw the last show eight weeks later mm-hmm. have to kind of remember why they're fighting. So yeah, I have the same thing. It's nothing new and very little advanced. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's uh I'm going to keep track of like the the third and fourth weeks and see if there's always this lull in, in the stories where it's just like, this could have been any week. Yeah. There's nothing really happened. 
this this was just a collection of matches exactly and they reminded you who they should be fighting yeah but you know we didn't we didn't have a uh, name versus name no we didn't have a big uh, let's run them down we've had the undertaker almost killed by the sword we've had mm-hmm. uh tatanka's feathers being stolen we've had sarge get zapped we've had nails beat up the boss man we've had pop Papa Shango mm-hmm. and the warrior vomitorium. Yes. So, you know, we've had these big events, but in this show, we've just had, you know, no names and promos. Yeah. We haven't even seen like the, uh, apparently the, the natural disasters are feuding with money Inc at this point, mm-hmm. but there has been no interaction right in the eight weeks that we, you know, that we have watched so far. There has been no interaction there besides a a picture in picture or just a general promo uh, to this point. And then um, Vince and Perfect talking about it during their matches. That's it. Yeah, you you didn't have that 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 scene where the disasters are at the craft service table, but IRS and DiBiase bought all the food and they were mm-hmm. hungry, and now are they, they couldn't eat. Uh, <laughs> now are very upset. Uh, they're fighting. I would be upset. Jeez, yeah. and I'm not that big. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. They like to go around. They go around the arena. They go into like the. Uh, they're going to the to the local, uh, you know, crab fry place, but. Incorporated, they bought all the crab fries, bought everything. So they hop over to uh, Tony Luke's, but all the steaks are gone. Oh, <laughs> so no, like, uh, Tony Luke. They bought all the food. They keep on buying all the food. Yeah, they needed. They need something like that. They just haven't had it. So this was this was just kind of a lull week. I'm waiting for uh, something something to happen. Something a little bit bigger. I feel like they need at least one thing a week. Yeah. And they could, and they should end, and they could end with it. Like the best week to me so far has been the Berserker Undertaker match, where it ended in chaos. Yeah, cliffhanger. Come back next week. Yeah, that's what made me want to watch the next week. Exactly. Right now they're ending. They've ended the last seven episodes, six episodes with promos and awful promos at that. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. You end with nails beating down the boss man and him being stretched yeah. out and wondering if he's going to survive. Yeah. And you and you want. Turn, tune in next week to see it yeah uh yeah but that's not the business model the business model is sell you know sell disney on ice sell uh yeah the, the trip to the spectrum you got in the event center yeah we have to we have to remember that the tv wasn't the the money right at this time no it's probably costing the money yeah it's probably they're probably paying for this airtime yeah the house shows were the money did you have a best match in this crap fest well i i you know, I always like Money Inc. because I just think they they look like they're beating the shit out of whoever they are uh, uh, fighting. That was mine. So I I enjoyed that. Um, uh, that was a good match. My red tight of the night had to be uh, Chris Hahn. Mine as well, crispy critter Chris Hahn. Uh, Chris, <laughs> just because he didn't even fight the match, he just lit himself on fire. Kentucky Fried Chris. <laughs> Oh, extra crispy. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I feel like I want to see him again. I want to see him if he actually gets a match or they did they literally just bring him in for this one show. All right, listen, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go out there very trepidatious like. All right. You're about to wrestle Papa Shango and then wait for it. You're going to light yourself on fire. What do you think? Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Chris Hahn, can you uh, head over to personnel and, and uh, see your wrestling agent for the night? Oh, do I have a match? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> you are the match. You are the <laughs> <laughs> you will get a match that's yeah. true you, yes. yeah, you'll have a match it'll be in your hand <laughs> we're gonna light it on fire oh well tune in next week because uh, we got Tatanka mm-hmm. we got Kamala so all is Yay. right with Kamala. we're saved yes. uh, we get the British Bulldog we get uh, Nails with a Z Nails coming back with a Z well early 90s Z and you know you save the best for last when you're promoing. You want you want to bring it home with the main event. And we got uh, Virgil. Oh God! It's like, and we've got Tatanka, we've got Kamala, <laughs> we got the British Bulldog, we got Nails and Virgil. <laughs> you oh, end with goodness. Virgil. You All right. end with Virgil. But uh, they also yeah. mentioned that we'll have uh, part three of Razor Ramon. Oh, okay, is that the one where he fights Clubber Lang? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very Why good. are you ducking me, man? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, oh, my God. That'd be a great mashup. <laughs> Mr. T versus Razor Ramon. M- Mr. T giving his speech about uh, Rocky <laughs> ducking him on the steps. Uh, Don't give him the statue. Give him some guts. <laughs> hey, y'all. That'd be awesome. Hey, yo. Uh, uh, did you see how they really ended it, though? They stamped the grade A 100% WWF prime beef. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I'm not watching this show for prime beef. I'm sorry. You know, at, at my, me and my, uh, what's this, 1992? So me and my 15-year-old self, 16, 17-year-old mm-hmm. self, wherever I was at this, was not looking at wrestling for prime beef. I'm sorry. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. All righty. Yeah, that's it. We got it. Thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> Sayonara Undertaker. <laughs> Sayonara Undertaker. Shawn Michaels has left the building. Good one. For for as bad as that episode was, that was a good one. That was a good episode. Yeah, we did better than they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude.